It is 2024, isn't it? It's 2024 and uh, what's changed? Nothing really. I am here to motivate you. I'm here to get you ready and prepared and started for 2024. Do you know why? Because 2024 is the year of doing stuff. Doing what we want to do and doing it and doing it well. Do you know what I mean? The time is finally here. You've been asking for it. You've been dying for it. And you are listening to Inayame We Trust. That's right. You voted and I listened. Inayame We Trust is available on Spotify and also on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to watch it visually, it's available on YouTube. If you want to submit an agony, you can do so on everythingayame.com. That's my website. All about me. <laughs> should we get on with the show? I think we should. So I've actually made a structure for this episode. Um, we're going to try our hardest to stick to it. Not too sure if we will. Because life is chaotic and so am I. First thing I really want to do, which everyone's really been doing, is the ins and outs of 2024. What we're leaving in 2023 and what we're taking into 2024. And I wouldn't say I'm incredibly opinionated. I pretty much let people live their lives. But at the same time... <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's go. So firstly, what I'm bringing in to 2024 is being alone. <laughs> that sounds awful. Being alone um, has currently, very recently, recently become important to me because I've had a recent breakup. We won't talk about it. I don't want to. And I have had to, I mean, in the past year, I was working on it anyway. But developing the enjoyment of being alone and being in my own space and being by myself has become very important to me. And therefore, in 2023, four, actually, we're in 2024 now, I have to get used to that. In 2024, I really want to practice that more, going on dinners by myself, going to, I love going to the museum by myself or art galleries by myself. I know that sounds so pretentious, but I do. I just love walking. I hate going to art galleries or muse museums, sorry, with other people because you have to walk at a pace where both of you are happy. Like if there might be one piece of art that I actually really am like, oh, that's stunning, isn't it? That's stunning. But then the person I'm with is like, that is a bag of turds. Can we go over here? And I'm like, oh. So I like to go by myself. Um, and yeah, just being, being alone. There was one quote I read in 2023 that said for 100% of your life, you will be spending time with yourself. There is no one that you will spend time more with in your whole existence other than yourself. So you have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy spending time with yourself because that, that shall be it. <laughs> so that's what I'm bringing into 2024, being alone, being chronically alone. Anyway, now this is what I want to leave in 2023. This is what I want to take out of 2024. Literally, 2024 is here and I'm picking it out of 2024. And that is comparing and despairing. I don't think there is a problem completely with comparing yourself with others. Because sometimes I'll compare myself to others and think, wow, Iyame, you're amazing. More of that in 2024. Less of, oh, this person has just, uh, they've just bought their first house and I'm I'm in severe debt and <laughs> then I get into depression because every everyone's route is very different. Everyone's route to different things. In fact, everyone's ambitions are different. And I, I was talking with my mum about this the other day that there's this whole like 
group collective, this group idea in, in society at the minute that, that we have to all own houses and we have to all achieve this and we have to all be CEOs and da, 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 own our own business. Not everyone's ambitions are the same. And if you, are, if you don't have those ambitions, don't force yourself to have those ambitions just because it's, that's like the, the staple, that's the idea of success. Because it, it necessarily isn't. To me, success is happiness. So, yeah, comparing and despairing, comparing myself to others and thinking, oh God, why, why am I not there? Because I may not necessarily want to be there. I feel like I'm just forcing, I'm maybe just convincing myself that I want to be there because that's what capitalism has convinced me is successful. But I may not necessarily want to be there. And secondly, um, if I want to be there, I'll be there at some point doesn't have to be right now, right here, right now. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm leaving in 2023. That's what I'm taking out of 2024. The second thing I'm bringing into 2024 is continued gratitude. I consider myself a very grateful person. I prioritize gratitude quite a bit. I think it's just so important to be thankful for what you have, even to the, to the smallest degree. It doesn't even necessarily have to be, and I'm so grateful I've got all of these items. It's not even necessarily, I think, gratitude in a, in a materialistic sense. I am grateful for all the items that I have and for the position I'm in, 1000%. But I think gratitude is so much more powerful when it's the small things, when it's things that you just completely are somewhat oblivious to because they're expected. They're, no, they're nothing outside of the normal day-to-day. -day. There is so much importance and so much that I think you can benefit from, from being grateful for it, from being grateful for the, for the small things you have. So I'm bringing that into 2024. I'm bringing gratitude and continuing to be gra grateful. In 2024, I'm a thankful Anyway, men in skinny jeans. I'm sick of them. I'm actually sick of seeing men wearing skinny jeans in, 20, in this 2020 age. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see your spindly legs. And even if they aren't spindly and you do calves, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them unless you're wearing shorts. I don't want to see them outlined in a pair of jeans. I don't want it. Leave those skinny jeans and your spindly little chicken legs back in 2023. I don't want to see that. Anyway, then we go. This is what I want to bring into 2024. I want gingers to claim their gingerness in 2024. I'm sick of telling someone, asking someone, oh my God, are you ginger? And them saying, um, no, I've got like a strawberry blonde. I've got like a little, like a twinge, but I'm actually more, shut up, shut up. Your red head is so stunning. Claim it. Stop being ashamed of your ginger hair. Ginger to me, Oh, there is, there is, there's like a small, not even a small, it's a very overpowering love that I have for gingers. Um, I don't know if that's racist. It's not a race, so no, it's not. I'm going to keep going. Ginger hair to me is so beautiful. Ginger, ginger hair on a woman. Oh, red hair on a woman, with it, especially if they're wearing green. Oh, don't even want to get into it. Don't even want to get into it. Red hair, red hair on a woman. Red hair on a man. Michael Fassbender, let's take a minute for Michael Fassbender. He's ginger, did you know? And he's beautiful. I love ginger hair and I'm sick of asking people, are you ginger? And them saying, uh, no, not really. it's kind of, uh, claim it. Yeah, yeah, I'm ginger. Wow, are you? Do you want my number? I love gingers. Let's just, Let's just protect these gingers and let them be ginger. I'm sick of the hearing the strawberry blonde. You're ginger, babe. 
you're ginger. If you ask me, are you brunette? I don't say, do you know what? I'm more of a maroon five. I don't say that. I say, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am brunette. Oh, are you blonde? No, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a, I don't know. It's like a yellowy, um, like a yellowy, but a bit like a, uh, an ash. You're blonde. Just like the gingers are a ginger. Anyway, that's what I'm bringing into 2024. Gingers claiming their gingerness. Here's what I want to leave in 2023. I think we shouldn't give men the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should give them the benefit of the doubt anymore. I don't think that we should, we should allow them to do what they, they do sometimes. I think sometimes they're given too much leeway and I think we should stop that. I think we should stop waiting up for phone calls. That's what I would like to leave in 2023. If someone says, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you later. Are you gonna stay up for me? No, good night. Because here's the thing, they get too much benefit of the doubt. They get too much of, 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 of that. I tolerance shall we say and it's not fair we need to we need to have some accountability for the trash garbage people that are out there oh yeah sometimes sometimes he calls me a fat cow but you know he also tells me that he, he likes fat cows what no he hasn't he hasn't asked me on a date and taken me out and, and looked after me but it's because it's because of them he, he gets shy listen to me right now you stupid cow you stupid cow is what i'm gonna call you stop it Stop giving him the benefit of the doubt. He does not benefit from your doubt and neither do you. Oh, isn't this going great? Here's what I want to bring into 2024. Washing your face more often. I'm bringing in a double cleanse. I've recently seen the benefits of a double cleanse. I used to just do a single cleanse, single wash, but double cleanses, they really help. And for anyone that, uh, that doesn't wash their, wash their face before they go to bed, babe, your life is going to change. Wash your face. Skincare. Skincare in 2024, prioritizing skincare because, and SBF really. Now, if there's anyone in my age range, I'm 20, I'm turning 20, I'm, I'm turning 27 in February. I'm turning 27 in February and I, in the past year, have had to prioritize SPF. Um, I recommend we all do it because we're not trying to be haggard by, by 30. I'm... Let's move past that subject. Here's what I want to leave in 2023. Sorry. This is what I want to take out of 2024. Imposter syndrome. Why do we believe that we're not supposed to be where we are when we're literally there? Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why, am I, why do I tell myself, oh, I don't belong here. Oh, I shouldn't be in this position that I'm in because... Because what, babe? Because you're literally in it. You are in it. Nepo babies don't believe that. Nepo babies literally are born into, they don't, most of them do not really put in the work that other people put in, but they don't think, oh, I shouldn't be here. They think, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, babe. What do you want? What's up? What of it? And I feel like I want to bring that into 2024, a Nepo baby delusional mindset. Because I'm here. Why shouldn't I be here? Even if I didn't work, why shouldn't I be here? I'm here. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Even if I didn't work as hard as other people. Even if maybe I think someone's more deserving. I can still help that person get to, get to where I am. Doesn't mean that I shouldn't be where I am. I'm literally there. I, why can I not just be in the space I am and accept it and believe in it? And that's what I'm going to do in 2024. Believe that the space I'm in is the space I'm supposed to be in. God, I am literally roomy. Do you know what I mean? He's a poet.
that's the thing I, I think we should leave out of 2024. Something we should leave, keep it in 2023, leave out of 2024. It's telling people how to dress and do their makeup. It is not your face. It is not your face. I think we should leave that back in 2023, thinking that people should do their makeup and, and dress in a certain way. I don't give a hoot and heck whether you put blush right up on your cheekbone and it smothers all over your nose and your face and your eyes. I don't give a hoot and heck if you do eyeliner that covers your eyebrow. I actually don't care. I don't give a hoot other than the skinny jeans. I don't give a hoot and heck if you dress up like a big old animal. I don't give a, a, a gobbly googly gal. I don't, I don't give it. Because I'm not wearing it. Other than the men in skinny jeans, this doesn't account, this does not, this does not, this does not refer to you because you need to leave those skinny jeans in the garbage. I'm trying to help you actually. The people that dress as medieval characters and elves, let them. God, it's not that deep. I want to bring into 2024 leg warmers. I really do. I want to bring leg warmers into 2024. I think they're really cute. And I got a pair, my grandmother got me a pair of leg warmers the other day. And I'm sold. I am sold. And I think that we should all be wearing leg warmers in 2024. Up until, you know, when it gets warm. I don't know. I really like leg warmers. And the final thing I want to leave in 2023, I don't want to bring them into 2024, is low effort men. And it kind of it gives into, it adds on to that giving men the benefit of the doubt. I don't think we should be allowing low effort men to stay low effort. We require effort. Even if it's in the smallest form. Even if it's not, because there's some people that think, oh, requiring effort is that you need to be taken out every weekend. No, babe. I just require you to know what I like and love me enough to give me what I like to make me happy. And that could be anything from some flowers. Flowers that are literally four pounds. Why is this, why, why, why? Why are we doing this in 2024? You need to put in more effort. Wow, that was crazy. Yeah, I think we should leave low effort men in 2023. I think they're a waste of time. I think they're a waste of our own mental capacity because we end up asking ourselves, why, why, why aren't they giving us effort? Is it me? No, babe, it's not you. It's them. Let's leave them. Let's leave them in 2023. And those are my ins and outs for 2024. I mean, it's a very small list because I don't want to go in and out, in and out, in and out and complain about people, which is what I love to do. Should we move on to the next segment? I think we should. <sighs> yeah, I think we should. The next segment is my resolutions, but I don't really believe in resolutions. So what I'm going to be doing in 2024. Come on. As I mentioned, I don't really have resolutions for 2024. I don't believe in resolutions. I think, I, I believe that goals should be set. I think goals are very nice to have. I think they're lovely. I love goals and dreams. But less of the resolution, more of the, these are the things I'm going to do in 2024. Conviction. I'm going to do them. And these are the things I will be doing in 2024. And I do want to add a disclaimer that I'm aware of the privileged position I'm in. I'm a content creator. My full-time job is content creation, which means I work from home. All my work is in my home. I work out my own schedule so that I can plan out. I can plan out how I want my day to go. Not everyone's life is like that. Most people have a regular job where they have to maybe travel into going to that job so that takes out a bit of their day a bit of their time schedule they also maybe have a job that they don't necessarily enjoy so that 
it reduces the motivation that they have in their day to day. And again, so again, it's all privilege. I'm speaking from a very, very privileged position. So take everything I'm saying with a piece of salt, but most of it is transferable. Shall we? I think when setting your resolutions or, or setting out what you want to do as your goal, it's very important to set good goals. And a good goal isn't a good goal specifically is a goal that you can achieve because there's, it's all well and good setting a goal that you think is a good goal because it's really it would really put you in a different place. But are you going to achieve it? Then there's no point. Zero times a hundred is zero. One times ten is ten. And 10 is more than zero. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It's all well and good setting a, a really high value goal, so to speak. But if you're not going to achieve it, then what's the point? It's better to set small little goals that are achievable, that you're very likely to achieve, that would just kind of move you maybe one, two percent more. It doesn't have to be huge for it to be good, basically. And it's a lot easier to set good habits if the habits are in line with how your life goes. When I um, got into health and fitness a few years ago, um, when I moved back to, because I used to live in Canada and I had a gym in my building when I lived in Canada and I lost a lot of weight because it was so easy for me to go to the gym because the gym was just in my building. And then when I got home, I didn't really have any gyms close, but I thought to myself, oh, if I, if I pay for a really swanky gym, I went to Virgin Active, if I pay for a really swanky gym and it's expensive and I see that money come out, I see that £100 come out of my account every month, then I'm going to be more motivated to go because I'm thinking I'm spending a lot of money on it. And do you know what happened? The gym was maybe about 20 minutes away compared to maybe a £15 a month gym that was a five minute walk away, but it was just a bit more dingy. What happened? I signed up to the Virgin Active for £100 a month and every month £100 would leave my account. And for about six months, I was about £600 out because I didn't go to the gym because it was outside of my daily routine. It was away from my work. So it wasn't on the way to work. I had to le go out of my pathway going to work to get to the gym. Even, or even if I was finished, it would go be outside of my route to go if I finished and went home. So I never went. Maybe on the weekends I went, but again, I'd have to travel quite to get there, regardless of whether it was a swanky gym or not. So instead, and recently, for the last eight months, I've been going to a gym that is maybe a five minute walk from my house. And you know what? I've been going to the gym consistently because it's easy to do, which is a thing, which is ties in with what I was saying. Just because a goal is easy to achieve doesn't mean it's a rubbish goal. We have this idea that we have to really test our willpower, really really have to test our motivation and discipline to really show that we are high-working individuals. No, we don't. Most of the people that have good habits and are in high positions of, of power and success, so to speak, are in those positions because they've made it easy. They've done the easy work. They wake up at whatever time. They, they force themselves to wake up at 5 a.m. They don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. I think this whole wake up at 5 a.m. thing is gob. Unless you have things to do in the day. But for business owners or CEOs or people that manage their own diary, they don't need to be up at 5 a.m. sick of hearing them say, wake up at 5 a.m. Take a shot of... Get a grip. Anyway, but they make they just pick things that are easy for them to do. And, and look, lo and behold, look at you. Look at you. Now you're going to the gym, but it may be a garbage gym, but you go regularly and you don't do burpees because you hate burpees. Instead, you just do some squats because you enjoy squats. And yes, you may be doing squats every single day, but you're going every single day because you enjoy it. 
and therefore you're doing it. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It doesn't have to be crazy for it to be good. It just has to be achieved. So what I've done for 2024 is I've done a 12 week plan because I rare, I saw a TikTok, LOL. I've forgotten the TikToker's name. In fact, I might find it. Her name's Brianna. Her at is at I am Breham or Braham. I don't know. Anyway, this, this lady, she made a TikTok and um, it was about the 12 week plan. I've instead done a 13 week plan because of the way this year's working out. The 13 just fits perfectly. And it's basically about putting the goals that you want to do into 12 weeks so that you do them within 12 weeks. Because what happens is if, if we set, it's 2024, there are 365 days. Well, this will be out on Thursday. So maybe 361 days left of 2024. Over 300 days to achieve a goal. If you set yourself a goal after day 100, you're going to be like, oh, do you know what? I've got, I've got, I've got a few months to do this. I've got quite a few months to do this. It gets to June. Oh, I've got until August. I can, I can start again in August and then from August. You just get very complacent because it's such a large and vast amount of time to be looking at goals. Instead, if you look at 12 weeks worth of time to achieve a goal, it's more, you, it, it ramps up the fact that you have to do this now. And that is what I'm doing for, for 2024. I'm doing a 13-week goal plan. What I've done is I've set out what I want to achieve in 2024. And that will be how much I want to earn, I've set up how much I want to save. I've set a goal of how many followers I want to have by the end of the year, how much content I want to produce, what kind of content I want to produce. And then some goals are like extracurricular, I call them, which is I want to start horse riding. <laughs> I'm starting horse riding in 2024. In fact, I have my next, my first lesson next week. Um, and I just watched a video of a girl who was on a horse and the horse went back and she fell and the horse fell on her and she has concussion. So inshallah, that doesn't happen to me. You know what I mean? But I set myself like extracurricular goals like that. And I also want to um, revisit my French because I used to be able to be, I used to be fluid in French. And because I no longer live in a French speaking country, I'm no longer fluent in French. So extracurricular goals, I call them. Reading a certain amount of books in the year. And those Big, huge goals I've split into 12-week plans. And those are, the 12 weeks work into quarters. So you know how you, like Q1, Q2, Q3. So I have a set of Q1 goals that will get me a quarter of the way to the full goal, if that makes sense. And then Q2 will get me to halfway of the full goal. And then 75% and then 100 by the end of the year. I, I, like, I like a spreadsheet, me. I'll be honest, I, I love a pissing spreadsheet. So I put it all on a spreadsheet and it makes me very, very excited. Personally, my 2024 actually started today. It's January 2nd. This won't be posted until January 4th, but my 2024 started on January 2nd. January 1st is not 2024 to me. Sorry, I'm hungover, hanging through my ass, and you think I'm going to start my year off right when I can't even see straight. When every time I get up, it feels like the room is spinning. When if I, if I eat a single bar of chocolate, I will hurl. No, babe. No. That's not when the year starts for me. The year starts today, January 2nd. Or, to be honest, the year doesn't really start until the second week of Jan. Because this first week, we're still in limbo. We, some people start work, like, near the end of the week. Maybe, maybe mid-week. It's not even a real week. I don't like it. So, next week will be when January actually begins. I don't know if I've actually spoken in a way that makes god the clouds are really moving very fast what's quite funny is now that i'm thinking 
wherever you're listening to this, you may have looked up and looked at the clouds. <laughs> you may have heard me talk about clouds and looked up. Just let's take a moment. Oh my God, this is going to be really cute. Let's take a moment to look at the clouds, wherever you are. You may be near a window. Hopefully you're near a window. Maybe you're outside. Maybe you're on a bus or in a car. Just look at the clouds and look at how quickly they're moving. Where I am, the clouds are bloody shooting through the sky like they've got somewhere to be. Maybe they're late. Maybe they're 2023 clouds that are like, oh, I've got to get out of here. Sorry, we're clouds from yesterday. Sorry, we've got, we got to get out. Sorry, we were late. But my clouds are moving very fast and there's quite a lot of them. It's very windy. Is that why? Science. Wow. The next segment we're going to move to is Dear Iame. I'm going to answer some questions. Uh, some agony. I'm going to answer some of your agonies that you've sent into my website, everythingayame.com. And we're going to work through. Let's. I'm holding the mic now. I'm holding it from the bottom of the tripod just because I feel like I want to move a bit closer when I'm doing the Diriyame so that the people that have sent this, because as I say, it's anonymous. I have no clue who sent it. But the people that have sent this, I want you to really feel like I'm talking to you. I want you to really feel as though I'm addressing what you, your concerns are. Yeah? Okay. So for all of these Diriyames this, this week, the category is self-development because I think it is, ties in well with what I'm talking about of setting goals and da 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 so it's all about self-development and, and making a better self for 2024. Dear Iame, I'm worrying about others before myself. What do I do? Stop. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Sorry, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? First of all, what do you, what do you want me to do with that? What do you, I have no, what? No, Iame, be nice, be nice, babe, be nice. What do you mean? You said I'm worrying about others before myself. Okay, stop it then. Stop it. Why aren't you a priority? Why don't you look into that? I think you should do therapy, actually. <laughs> no, that's mean, Ayame. Stop. But I do think you need to do therapy because I love to scroll through Pinterest. Pinterest is my therapy. Pinterest to me, oh, the most beautiful place on earth. And I was scrolling, it said, um, when you protect the when you're telling yourself you're convincing yourself when you're suppressing your own feelings to protect the peace whose peace are you protecting and i thought that was quite powerful because whose peace are you protecting you're putting your putting your own feelings you're sacrificing your own feelings your own ways of doing things your own viewpoints so that other people are happy but why why do you feel like your viewpoints and your ways of thinking are not as important that's something I think you need to address in therapy. It's something you've probably developed over time. Could be something as small as someone's told you you're not important a couple of times and you've just decided that, that that's, you've believed it. In 2024, we're going to believe that we're important because we really are. Your views are no less important than someone else's. And if someone makes you feel... Obviously, if they're views that harm other people, then God, you homophobe or racist or transphobe or sexist. Anyway, if, <laughs> if there are views that like, for example, I, I don't think she'll mind me saying this, but my best friend's a big old people pleaser and it sends me through the roof because I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to hate you for wanting Chinese instead of Indian for dinner. I'm not. Because if they are good people that you should have in your life, then they will value you full stop. And if they're people that your, your position in their life is dependent on you constantly pleasing them, they're not people you need in your life. They're not people you should bring 
be bringing into 2024. You should surround yourself with people that value what you think, whether that's a boyfriend, whether that's friends. You can't really choose your family, but I mean, you could choose to be away from them. I think 2024, you should really focus on being around people that want to know what you feel and want to know how you feel about something and what you want to do. And you should also go to therapy because there's, hopefully this helps, but I doubt it will. I think therapy is more powerful than what I'm doing here with a bloody podcast mic and a camera. Do you know what I mean? Second agony. It reads, Dear Yame, it's so hard for me to stick to new habits that I've created for the sole purpose of getting out of the headspace I'm in now. I want to change my current life. It's hard to stick to the small goals I've set to change my life, even when I remind myself of why I'm doing it. What part of my brain is broken? No part. No part of your brain is broken. Something tells me that the goals you're setting are just not really achievable. You may consider them small. They may be small to, to other people, but they may be really difficult for you to implement. I, I, I'm not really sure what goals you are setting. I'm not sure what headspace you want to get out of, but it's a lot, like I said earlier, it's a lot easier to stick to habits that are easier to... What? I hope you didn't hear that. My belly just rumbled. She was a really rude cow, that belly. You are interrupting me. Do you mind? I'll feed you later, babe. Sorry, it's really easy to stick to new habits and stick to habits that are very easy to do. Stop making them so big. They don't have to be pissing huge because the bigger they are, the more difficult they are to do. And here's another thing. So when you say, um, it's hard to stick to goals I've set to change my life, even when I remind myself of why I'm doing it. That makes me think and reminds me of when I used to, when I was younger and I wanted to get into health and fitness. And I don't know if your goals are about health and fitness, but a lot of my goals have always been about health and fitness. You know, body, body image is really, it's really fragile for the young woman of today. But I set my, my health and fitness goals when I was a lot younger, comparing and despairing, hating how my body looked and I hated it. And I was with a boyfriend that also didn't make me feel very confident about my body. But I used to, I used to say, I'll oh, go to the gym, you fat cow, you're disgusting. You've got an awful ass. You've got this, 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 this. You should go to the gym. And so my motivation, so to speak, to go to the gym was fueled by hate. And the reminders I would give to myself to go to the gym were fueled by a dislike of myself and personally I think that gets you nowhere I think goals that you set for yourself that are based upon a hatred of yourself can only take you so far and goals that you set for yourself that are built on an appreciation of yourself take you so much further I now when I go to the gym and I eat healthily it's because when I eat healthily I feel really good I feel really good. I feel really happy that I'm fueling my body in a specific way. And I'm, I feel when I go to the gym, I feel like I'm more focused on certain things. And I, I have a lot of body confidence now because I've worked on myself quite a bit um, mentally, not just physically. But I go to the gym and I look at myself in the gym and I think, you sexy bitch, you're so sexy. God, everyone here fancies you. Because I do actually, <laughs> I do believe everyone fancies me. And I should, because I think, God, I'm so sick of women not thinking that people fancy them. I hate it. Believe it. God, you're beautiful. When you're saying you remind yourself of, of why you're doing these goals, when do you have financial goals? 
And you're reminding yourself you want to get out of this dump you're in. You've got a bloody worth it. You're a stupid cow. You're spending five pounds a month on coffee. No, it's not going to do. You're not going to. You're not going to motivate yourself by spreading hate. You're not going to motivate yourself by putting yourself down in order to get yourself up. You know what I mean? When you do remind yourself of the goals that you've set and why you want to achieve them, more so frame them as, I really want to achieve this goal because I know I deserve it. I know I deserve to treat myself better. I know I deserve to earn more money, to buy myself more nice things. I know I deserve to save more money. The things I'm spending money on are just... They're not in line with where I want to be. I want, there's a woman I want to be or a man I want to be and I deserve to be that man or woman or person. And therefore, that's why I've set these goals. Not because I'm a stupid cow and I'm disgusting. That's not gonna get you anywhere. Frame the way you think into loving yourself. I think that's it. And it sounds so soppy and so yoga and so bloody water your plants. But you know what I mean? It's, it's so important and so valuable to spread self-love, to really embody self-love and believe it and act upon it. It really makes things a lot easier to achieve. And for the final agony, I've done three agonies today. We've squeezed them all in. It's quite a long episode I think this one's going to be. Dear Iame, I often think that people around me find me annoying and I think all the time about past interactions beat myself up about what I said slash did, even if it wasn't that bad. How could I combat this? Just do it. Therapy. No. No, Ayame, stop being silly. Okay. How can you combat this? I mean, why do you... Okay, and again, this is similar to the first agony. Someone's probably told you that you're annoying. Someone's probably built, ingrained into your head that you've probably done something that may have been annoying, but they've maybe told you more than once you're annoying. God, people don't like you. It's quite a soft subject, uh, soft topic for me because I used to think the same thing I used to think people hated me now there's nothing that I'm going to say in this podcast Mike and to this camera that's really going to fundamentally change the way you view things I think therapy is is really going to be helpful for you or just kind of working on yourself and working on why you beat yourself up but that is is the main thing that you really should look at first is why do you beat yourself up why do you why do you tell yourself that you're annoying and people find you annoying has someone told you that and you've kind of let it stick with you or do you feel are you annoying are you annoying maybe well that is my first episode of 2024 and it won't be my last I mean my message for for 2023 which I didn't really get to say in the last episode is that I am eternally grateful and thankful for all of you that listen to this podcast even the even for the people that aren't listening to this that will never listen to this but still look at my other stuff that's absolutely fine and I still love you just as much and to the people that listen to this podcast oh I could kiss you that was a kiss I really god that kiss was loud on the older soundometer I really, really appreciate you so much and I hope you all genuinely have a lovely new year. You're all lovely, lovely people and um, I'm excited to speak to you all next week, next Thursday. Um, have a fantastic time. Bye.